Hello, my friends. It's Ryan from the Prolific Creator Podcast. Now, many of you have asked, hey, Ryan, how do I support the show? Well, I finally listened. Starting today, you can subscribe to the Prolific Creator Plus on ACAST Plus for $3 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. No apps to download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Get access to the entire archive of Prolific Creator Awesomeness. Over 160 episodes going back to 2017. Yes, that's right, my friends. A plethora of information and inspiration, tips, tricks, and interviews to get your art and work into the world. Remember those ads? Say bye, bye, bye. Wait, there's more. For $5 a month, you can get access to the full prolific creator experience. This includes the full archives, early access to episodes, listener Q&A, book and movie reviews, and interviews not for the public, and perhaps any other awesomeness I might do on the microphone. Sounds awesome, right? Yeah, it does, Ryan. If you want to listen for free, you'll notice the last 50 episodes or so will always be available wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, by subscribing today, you don't have to download any new apps, and you can simply keep listening on the podcast platform you prefer. Cool. Okay. Cool. Thanks for your love and support in advance. Simply click on the link in the show notes or on my website, and it'll take you where you need to go. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Prolific Writer Podcast, where speed's the name of the game. Follow an indie author and publisher and his guests as they share inspiration, tips, and advice on writing fast, writing often, and writing well. So you can do the same. Here's Ryan. Well, hello, everyone, to this Motivation Monday. This is your host, Ryan J. Pelton, the podcast dedicated to helping you write fast, often, and well. Another little micro show, a little shorty to get your writing week off to a good start. If you haven't had a chance, go check out some of the other Motivation Mondays where I take just an idea or a way to kind of inspire you to th- something to think about to kind of keep you going uh, this week uh, as you get those words on the page. And today I want to talk a little bit about something that I hear a lot of writers get hung up over. And it's something that seems so simple, and yet it's another opportunity for resistance to creep into our writing life to keep us from getting those words on the page. It's, a, it's another opportunity to fool ourselves, to live in fear, to not do the work. And it's something that maybe you struggle with, and I know I struggle with often, and it's something that I think all of us don't need to struggle with as much as maybe we do. And simply this is language. So you you write that book, you publish that blog post, and one of the things we obsess over is the language. Is it articulate? Is it flowery? Is it grammatically incorrect? Uh, Does it catch your attention? Now, these are all good questions. We, we want to grow in our craft. We want to write and do the best work that we can. But one of the things that you'll learn, and you've probably already learned this along the way, if you haven't realized it already, is that if you read a lot, is that every writer is different. That maybe some of your favorite novels are very flowery. 
uh, filled with very poetic prose. Uh, maybe some of your, your favorite books, maybe even nonfiction books are filled with big words. Uh, maybe words that you have to look up. Uh, you have to Google or, or look up in a dictionary to say, I don't even know what that means. But you see, every writer is different. It's, it's not typically a writer trying to be something. It's, it's just them trying to hone their most authentic voice. When I was a kid in high school, call me a kid, uh, you know, reading Hemingway. And one of the things I loved about Hemingway actually was his very kind of straightforward prose. And yet he was able to pack a punch in the stuff that he was writing. So he wasn't super flowery. He didn't use, you know, big multi-syllabic words, but wrote very succinct and to the point. Uh, some of my favorite novels today, some of the, my favorite books today are, are, are people that know how to write very clearly, not trying to use verbose words or huge words, but they're able to, to pack in a lot of impact in a, in a short span. And so the language and, and the words that you use to communicate your story or your nonfiction book or whatever you're doing is don't let that hang you up. Don't let that be the thing that you say, well, it's very obvious I'm not a writer because I don't write like this person or I don't like write like that person. Recently, I've been listening to a, a Stephen King novel and on an audiobook, and and, and he's just a, a master with words and a, uses a lot of detail in his stories. And that's why a lot of his books are a thousand pages. But that's not me. And that's probably not you either. And that's just who he is. And that's okay. And, and people like that. And then others, you know, there's, there's writers like James Patterson, who's very simple, very straightforward, just tells the story, just action moves it along. Doesn't, doesn't get into tons and tons of detail and, and, you know, huge words. And it's very accessible. And there's others that, that write essays and write poems and, and, and every, everyone in between. And so, so what you're trying to do is just find your authentic voice that when you sit down and you, you say, this is kind of how I write, this is what's most comfortable. You'll, you'll know what that is. And you'll know what that feels like. You'll know what that, that, that looks like. And as you write, and as you write more, you're going to find that voice. It's going to become more honed in and, and you will get better with language. You will get better with grammar and things like that. And, but, but that shouldn't be the thing that, that hangs you up because read 10 books and I, and I can guarantee you it's going to be 10 different styles, 10 different ways of using language. And so I think on another score is thinking about the different ways that the language is used in on the page. So you have, you know, multi, multiple sentences, uh, you have long paragraphs, short paragraphs. And I think what you're also going to find when it comes to language is that some people choose to write very sparse. Um, I'm reading a, a novel right now that, it, you know, there's a couple sentences, one sentence, two, three sentences, but you don't, you don't have these long, huge paragraphs. And I think that's intentional. I think that's just the author's voice. That's just the, the way the story needs to be told. And so sometimes I think it's when we get, when we think about languages, we think we have to be so articulate and so descriptive. And, 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 and the thing is when you're writing, especially fiction is that let the, the reader use their own imagination, let them decide what the, the person looks like. 
you know, don't give them all the details. Let, let them decide what the room looks like. Give them a little detail just to kind of place them in the in the in a space. But don't you don't have to tell them, you know, what color the carpet is. Let them determine what what it smells like and what it feels like and what it looks like. Now others are going to say, well, I want to tell them all of that, and, that, and that's fine too. But don't let grammar, don't let language, hang you up. Because there's just as many successful writers who write very simply. There's just as many successful writers who write very verbosely, very flowerly. Flowerly? Is that a word? And there's everyone in between. I think another hang up when we think of language is, you know, I didn't go to the right school. I didn't, I don't have a master's degree in, you know, an MFA. I, I didn't get an English degree. And so obviously my writing is not going to be as good as it, it should be. But, but here's the thing. If you read a lot and you write a lot, your language and your prose and your craft will get better. I guarantee it. Read that literary fiction novel or that nonfiction book that's very technical or, or uses, you know, very verbose language. And then read a very simple, read a Hemingway, read, read something that's very simple, straightforward. Read James Patterson, who just moves, read a Blake Couch novel, just, just blazes through the story. But very poignant, very straightforward, keeps you moving. I, I love, maybe you've heard of Tim Keller. He's a former pastor uh, in Manhattan. Uh, and the way he writes books, he does his books aren't very long. Some of them are long, but most of them are fairly short, but he's just able to pack a, a, just a big punch in, in the sentences that he uses. And I think that's a gift too, is to say, how can I communicate this as clearly as I can in a short space, but have, have big impact and, and it's possible. So don't let language, don't let grammar, don't let spelling, don't let your education get in the way of writing of getting better at the craft. And, and I think what, if you want to get better at language and you want to have a bigger uh, repertoire to use, it's really only one thing you need to do. And that's read a lot. It's just get more words in your vocabulary. <laughs> that's how you, how you learn more, get more words in your vocabulary. That's how you become a better writer. It's, it's not a, a, you don't need to go to a university to do that. But it's be observant, observant of the things around you. Listen to conversations. Read more. Stretch yourself. And maybe you are a more flowery, kind of literary type writer. Maybe the next time you write, you do something simple. simple. And maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you write very simple and sparse. Maybe the next time you, you try, to, try to expand that. And that's the beauty of writing is, is every book, every post, everything you do is another opportunity to practice and to get better and to try different things. So don't let language get in the way of your writing this week. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another Motivation Monday. This is Ryan J. Pelton from the Prolific Writer Podcast. And as always, if you have enjoyed the show, uh, leave a rating or review on iTunes. It would really help us out. I'll put that in the show notes. If you'd like to support this show and the other shows on the Project Entertainment Network, uh, you can check out our Patreon page. I'll put that in the show notes too. And I'm so thankful for you stopping by today. Hope your writing is going well in 2019. Another great interview coming up this week. Check out those past interviews, the past Motivation Mondays. Thanks for your kind words and comments. And I just have one more thing to say is go get those words on the page and I'll talk to you real, real soon.
This has been an exclusive presentation of the Project Entertainment Network. 